This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.ororapackaging.com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. Today's guest is a big deal. It's our first return guest on this <laughs> podcast. Mr. John Feltz is the co-founder and CEO of Cruise Foam. Hey, John. Hey, Corey. Thanks for having me back. Excited. Excited. Uh, congratulations. Today is a big day today. We're, we're excited to announce some things today. I'm honored to be a part of this announcement. But first, can you tell us just a little bit about your background in case somebody didn't hear your, your first episode with us? Yeah, I'll make it. I'll make it kind of brief. But so, my background's I'm a CEO and co-founder um, of, of Cruise Foam. We started this in 2017. Really, my background is as a surfer and an engineer, and it was kind of this passion around seeing change around the enormous amount of plastic waste entering our oceans. And so, me and my co-founder Marco started Cruise Foam, that real mission and vision in mind of, of trying to you know have a large impact. To see change and and well, through the trials and tribulations, we we saw that the way to do that was to replace one of the worst defenders. If you look at uh, packaging styrofoam, and so what we've been really doing is developing a material, taking this biopolymer chitin, combining it with other renewable waste, and creating scalable circular materials that can really remove these plastics and, and get them out of the supply chain. So incredible! So cruise foam is a chitin based alternative to polystyrene or styrofoam and it's totally compostable is that correct yeah, that is correct we are industrial certified compostable we are working on the at-home composting certifications we've done all the kind of empirical testing <laughs> that you do and it's right. there's no question that it, it, it dissolves and, and breaks down maybe no salt no re- residual you know solids one to three months depending a little bit on on the the, the exact um, product but really compostable really green materials and regenerative. The idea is we really want to find ways in which our, our material can compost in a way that it, it really brings the soil and benefits it and, and helps, you know, really plants grow and, 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 and really kind of brings, bring the nutrients back to the ecosystem. I think that's a huge part of this positive is yeah. not only is it compostable, but it's something that's very positive, very good element to exactly. add back into the soil. So often people say, oh, it's com- it's compostable industrially. Yeah, yeah, sure. But it, it will end and it will break down eventually. Sometimes. Eventually. <laughs> But the, your product is uh, actually going to add nutrients and value, which to me is uh, key to this future of sustainability. Well done. I completely agree. Thank you. Yeah, hundred percent. Who who came up with this idea, or how did you how did you find this material? Yeah, no, is I, I got exposed to it when I met my co-founder Marco. Yeah. And I went back to school for my master's, and he worked on it a lot for research, and and and, and you know he's a professor and. We really put our heads together and and the, the light bulb moment came from surfing. It, awesome. it definitely did. This idea of riding around on plastic foam in the ocean seemed really <laughs> backwards in a lot of ways. And we thought that was a great application. And yeah. it, it, it started as a passion for sure. And yeah. when you really looked at how we could 
have the impact and the change we wanted. Surfboards are something we still would love to do, but it, it, it just isn't the big issue when you look at it. It's about packaging. Right. Well, someday uh, when you make cruise foam uh, surfboards, I'll, I'll be a customer for sure. <laughs> <laughs> soon, uh, soon. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But yeah, this is, this is a big deal. Today's episode is all about you guys and your announcement or several announcements. Can you, can you break the news to the audience? Yeah. So the, the big news is we are finally able to share that we are really excited to bring on both Leonardo DiCaprio and Ashton Kutcher and his um, fund Soundwave Ventures as investors and advisors in Cruise Foam. Really, really excited. Naturally, these guys bring a lot of weight, not only in climate action and, and activism, but also in sustainable venture and businesses. And, and so they really understand, you know, not only the mission, but how it can really scale in, in a way to be really, really a global, you know, global vehicle of change, you could say. We're really seeing yeah. something special, what we're trying to create. I think having them is going to just really push us to that next level. So, yeah. and then on top of that, part of it is really what, you know, we're, we're excited about this first commercial work we're doing and able to announce with Whirlpool, really looking at replacing some of the last unsustainable material, you could say EPS in, in one of their SKUs looking at the stove line and then really excited where that can go is they're, they've been fantastic to work with one of the really kind of, I think, pioneers looking at how to really effectively see, you know, these global supply chains actually transition to, you know, sustainable materials at scale. And it's a really exciting day. We're really excited. These these two gentlemen uh, investors are leaders in the world of sustainability, and I have the utmost respect for you and them and what you're doing. And I, I'm I appreciate just that. honored to be a part of this announcement. I think you guys can do huge things together. And uh, you know, we were talking about before the show. I wish I had a million dollars to invest, <laughs> but someday. Someday I will. <laughs> but, someday, uh, Corey. Someday. <laughs> yeah, I, it's exciting. It's it's cool to see people of influence using their influence for major positive changes. Like packaging is, it's it's an often forgotten thing, and it only is. only complained about. <laughs> yeah, and and it's what's it's interesting. You you can see that dynamic changing when you when you see the interest in. And and guys like you know Leonardo and Ashton coming and really putting their you know really diving in deep and putting you know a lot of their effort behind seeing this huge issue needing really really fast change because it's 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 just it's the time has passed honestly and it's all about how can we catch up and, and having their real expertise and like you said just experience beyond anything you know and in, in a lot of spaces is really gonna I think really push us forward in a way that we're really excited about. Absolutely. Uh, I remember the first time I saw you, you were on a, you were speaking on a panel. I, I don't even remember which, which one, I think it was a YouTube video of that panel, but you were talking about the Whirlpool concept and how many units per day they were manufacturing. Can, yep. uh, can you share some, some numbers about like how many tons of foam or whatever we're going to yeah, replace. For sure. yeah. Yes. I mean, when you look at Whirlpool, I think the 99% sure this is the right number. It was <laughs> something where they were rolling off a stove every second or every two seconds. And, and just put that number in your mind when you think about 
how many seconds there are in a year or a day. <laughs> it's crazy. And, right. and what we're really looking at tackling them first is this first kind of initial pilot, naturally. We're obviously not going to jump in and say, we're going to place every stove you have at right. spin scale. Yeah. <laughs> this first one that's really interesting is it's in North America. It's like I said, it's the last unsustainable pack in this entire you know, packaging solution. So it's a very awesome win to show that how something can be designed to really support an entire solution that can be completely sustainable. And this first one's going to be a few million units, you know, once it's fully, fully up and up and running as we kind of scale. But, but the idea is when you look at corporations like Whirlpool or other kind of, you know, large packaging users and, and manufacturers, there is a plethora of similar applications, not only in that same corporation, but then you look at, you know, companies that provide the solutions to Whirlpool, you know, there's large stakeholders in these spaces. They work with 10 other similar Whirlpool companies who need also these types of solutions. And it's understanding how we can really interface and scale with that value chain in a way that can fit how they need it to be produced, distributed, perform, and cost is really what we're trying to achieve. And I think that's really where we're seeing excitement, not only from the brands, but really in a way from the manufacturers and other supply partners that really is is i think really new in a lot of in a lot of ways something yeah. we've seen really kind of change in the last six months nine months and it's been really exciting and i think that's where there's just a real eagerness to to yeah. really start adopting these materials and and i mean they they need to but i think a lot of these guys especially like whirlpool really want to because yeah. it takes those early thinkers and adopters to really push change forward so absolutely there has to be a leader there has to be there a has first to be. A first and and to to see you at the at the tip of the spear of change is is exciting and yeah. you know you've I, I remember the last time we talked I think it was about nine months ago you said hey we're just a startup <laughs> and, <laughs> give, give me some give me some time here man and I said you guys are doing amazing things and it's just it's going to scale fast and I, we could tell back then so let's talk about your new facility there's going to be yeah. a new facility involved yep. with this. Experience expanded production capabilities. Yep. Yeah. So we we've doubled our manufacturing space with the new facility, actually more than doubled it. But it's here in Santa Cruz, it's a couple streets down, if you will, from where we are right now. But we've been brought in an extruder that's about three times the size of our R and D setup. And that's really <laughs> allowing us to produce pretty, pretty significant volume and formats and and the idea is we're never really planning to manufacture here at scale, but what it really allows us to do is, you know, as we position Cruise Foam and this company really to be, you know, biomaterials, technology, and really figuring out ways in which we can take chitin, create novel kind of material sets, and scale them into different industrial applications. And the first one and the highest need for us is definitely packaging. But as we continue doing that, and as we launch other packaging pilots, what it allows us to do is we have a very strong R&D and then a very strong kind of initial scale launching pilot production testing suite where we can really kind of build out the full-fledged process to launch new customers and then transition those to our partners. Because we're also in position right now where we're really implementing the first scale partnerships in manufacturing in areas where, by no surprise, Whirlpool currently and right. other customers convert and package their, their materials. And, and that's really the model of having this larger facility allows us to really accelerate and transition new technologies and new pilot customers into the market in a way that 
is is really novel, I think, in a, in a lot of ways in what we're trying to do. And, and, and I think that's why we're seeing such such great excitement and, and, and interest in, in, in being part of what we're Excellent. doing. Excellent. And that is such a huge part of sustainability is eliminating or minimizing transportation. 100%. So, Especially oh, for foam. Yeah. <laughs> and I know Especially that's been... Foam. That's been a huge uh, limiting factor for recycling polystyrene in the past is, well, nobody wants to transport it. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's actually fairly easy to melt it back down and, and recycle it. But it's all uh, about logistics. It's yeah. all about logistics. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So it's so tough. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. This is, this is a solution we need and we're, we're thankful for it. No, uh, thanks. So let's let's talk about the new projects that are coming up. So you've got uh, Whirlpool. Anything else like a like a three D item that you can tell us about? Because I want to get people that are listening to think about. Oh, we could use Kitan. We could use. Oh, for sure. You know. Yeah, we we you know obviously as a, as a small company, you have to stay focused to a degree and make sure you kind of do one thing really well to <laughs> to get going. But right. that doesn't mean we're not innovating on the back end. We have definitely tested and seen early promise in a couple interesting technologies. One of them being three D kind of puffed beaded, you know, dimensional molding. Naturally, that's challenging with biomaterials, yeah. but we have seen early tests and 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 some road mapping around a product, looking at a potential around that technology. We've also done some early testing kind of if you think around hard plastics, you know, injection molding and those types oh. of products. And so it's, it's an interesting, it's a similar process to extrusion, um, sim- similar with some pretty heavy quotes. But the idea right. is if you have the ability to make pellets or, you know, feedable kind of thermoplastic material in a way that can run through extrusion can typically usually also run through an extrusion process and, or injection molding process. And so we've tested that seen some early promise. And then, yeah, there's a couple other interesting ones. You know, if you think about chitin and kind of the materials we're developing, we haven't dived too deep. There's obviously foodware is one that we're looking at pretty, pretty aggressively. Some interesting partner conversations around how we can accelerate that into the market space, because naturally there's a ton of still, even though I think there's, there's some decent solutions out there. It's just the enormity of the need around that, that material as well is something we, we get a lot of demand for. So yeah, I mean, I could go on and on. It's really, it's really <laughs> interesting when you look at kind of the platform on which we're trying to build, and and it's all about where can we, as we expand and as we broaden kind of our technology footprint, where are not only the best opportunities clearly as a business, but where does that also line up where we can have the largest impact? Because right. we want to make sure we really always push forward our mission around really seeing positive change when you look. It's it's about the ocean for me, but naturally, if you kind of just think the planet in general, how do we have positive change around what we take from this planet and what we give back? Because it's it's a close system. As much as people want to might might try right. to tell you different, it's we're it's all here, and we got to make sure we use it right because it, it's you know it's, it's 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 limited. Yeah, there's no planet B, right? That's an easy saying to remember for yeah. for everyone. We we need to figure this out. Right now. Yeah. And, and one of the big <laughs> things is waste. One of the biggest yeah. things is waste. We're just blanketing the earth with, with man-made materials. It's something we need to look at sooner than later, pretty aggressively. Absolutely. So I, I have to ask this as kind of a fan. Have you had a chance? <laughs> have you had a chance to meet Leo or, or Ashton? I have had a chance to chat with, with Ashton so far just over Zoom where we're waiting to set up a, a meet. Um and then Leo's in progress as well, waiting, waiting to, to schedule a time with him. And it's, it's naturally you can imagine these guys uh, 
Uh, do, I'm do impressed. Quite a bit yeah. of running around, but yeah. it, it's it's pretty incredible when you look at the the commitment and and like I said, the how how much they're really trying to get behind you know the, the work we're doing here, and and that's why we're just I mean over the moon to to have them as part yeah. of Cruise Film because what they bring is is invaluable. They seem like the ideal partners. Every interview I see of them, they're talking about something sustainability related or the earth, yep. and I just it's like. When Leslie told me about this, I was, it, it just made sense. You know, these, these, <laughs> these, these are the, these are the leaders, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, we, we got really lucky, you know, cause we've been able to, to, to bring in some really strong investors, you know, at one regeneration DC and Sony. And, and when you, you kind of start aligning this really strong network of high value add, you know, capital it, it, it's in a way that has really opened a lot of these conversations i think that wouldn't have been possible and it's what you see right now in the marketplace when you look at venture a lot of people are looking at this space because it, it's by far one of the biggest needs i think and, and when you look at you know where, where change in real technology you know innovation needs to start occurring you know i i want food and things delivered quicker but i think there's other things that are kind of starting to bubble up saying Okay, this is actually really, really more of like we need this to live. Yes. And and I think that's where people are really starting to to have clarity around that and, and the need to move. I agree a hundred percent. There's been massive investments into sustainable packaging companies. And I hope yeah. to see that trend continue because like you and I agree, uh, this this is this is needed right now. Yeah. And there's so much we can do. So how do how do people get in touch with you, John? Yeah. Well, naturally, you can go to our website, cruisefoam.com. A lot to get in touch there. If you want to shoot me an email, feel free. It's not too hard. John at cruisefoam.com. And also Leslie, our chief marketing officer, Leslie at cruisefoam. She She's going to be quite busy the next few days, <laughs> next few weeks, I'm sure. But um, if you guys shoot us some some notes or some emails, we will be happy to, to follow up and, and really excited to to work with everybody across the the whole the whole ecosystem in, in this space because I think there's a lot of ways in which we can really partner and collaborate and and really see some exciting things happen. I agree. And when your investors are ready to be on the podcast, you guys for sure back. we will sorry. <laughs> that, now that would for, be a show, for spot right? three for spot three. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll make that our, our 250th episode. Yeah. No, there we uh, go. There yeah. we go. Well, thank you again, sir. We really appreciate this. Uh, thank you, Landsberg Aurora, for sponsoring. And if you're listening, uh, please share this with your friends. Give us a review. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Thank you so much, John. Thanks, Corey. Appreciate it. This episode is sponsored by Specrite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve. The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging, innovation, and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.